Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, alongside the super producer, Jake Christie. Jake, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about this trailer. Yes, and speaking of the trailer that Jake just mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, we had just finished reviewing the holiday special and getting this trailer off of that made me feel a little emotional, admittedly. I feel like there's a finality coming here. There's something... In, in even with the jokes that we'll we'll see mm-hmm. some of the co- the comedic elements of the trailer that we will get into, the majority of it feels like the end of the team as we know them, mm-hmm. and that part makes me feel kind of sad. And considering we just came off of Wakanda Forever, where I spent a whole lot of time crying in the theater twice, mm-hmm. uh, this seems to be a lot. Jake, give me your first impressions of this trailer. So I, I, I obviously they're front loading the finality of it. Like that's not a thing they're hiding. And so I the the thing that hit me was just how um how it there it doesn't seem like they're gonna be arbitrary about whatever who like the whole thing people talk about is who dies or whatever. You know, like that's obviously what people discuss. Is it gonna be mm-hmm. Rocket? Is it gonna be Drax? You know, that's that's why I feel like the big two, the big guesses. But I think I like about this is because they're making it so clear up front what this movie's about tonally, it's not like it's gonna be a regular Guardians adventure and then at the end someone dies. It's kind of leading up to it. It's gonna be emotion it seems like it's going to be emotionally satisfactory um, because the movie understands what it's doing. It's not, it's not doing a thing that I hate when movies kill off a character because they want to feel like there are stakes. It feels like it's going to kill off a character such as it does because it's necessary for the, the story of the guardians to end. Yes. And the story of the guardians currently, as we know, is we find out that Star-Lord and Mantis are siblings, and we don't know where Gamora is. We see her in the trailer. She's She is back, So, and it seems like there's still not the recollection of of Peter or the rest of the team. So how that translates is something that I'm, I'm very intrigued to watch. Rocket's story seems like it's going to be a little bit more front and center with mm-hmm. the with the high evolutionary mm-hmm. uh played by uh, Chikwudi Inuji, mm-hmm. if you remember him from Peacemaker and the tremendous job that he did there. Mm-hmm. He is playing the the main villain of this film. So getting Rocket's backstory as we see young Rocket, that should be interesting. And some of the lines that Rocket says, where he says, let's fly together mm-hmm. off into the sky one last time. It's like, dog, why y'all trying to make me cry? Come on, stop it. See the- and the thing is, it's going to be so annoying for fans of the podcast when I make a full-throated case that Bradley Cooper should be nominated for an Oscar for his voice performance in it because it, there's a possibility I'm going to do it. Because I've said before, I, I don't think you can dispute that Bradley Cooper's voice performance in these movies is one of the best. It's definitely the best of the MCU. And I think in terms of live-action voice-only characters, it's one of the best, period. Um, and so I'm really excited because a lot of times I feel like when you have a character that's animated in a movie like this, it can kind of undercut the emotion because you can't get as much across, but Rocket is as emotional a character and as powerful a character as any of the other people, any of the people with real flesh and blood. 
Yeah, I believe so too. And I wouldn't even say that some people may think that what you're saying is a hot take, but nah, like Rocket kind of, if you think about, I think of his talk with Thor and Infinity War Mm -hmm. and some of the other stuff that he's kind of been a part of, some of the even more emotional uh, moments, thinking of when he lost Groot the first time and then when Groot faded away in Infinity War as well, Rocket's been through some shit. So this is going to be very, at least for me, interesting in the sense that finally getting to see why he is, who he is, how Mm -hmm. he came to be and all of that stuff. And also seeing what the high evolutionary is all about, because what is what is the purpose besides like, I just want to experiment on all living things and Mm -hmm. and twist them into whatever type of being or or construction that he wants to do so that part of it is fascinating to me the other thing that we see we see will polters adam warlock in Mm. this uh trailer briefly i'm glad it was just brief we just get a brief shot of him looks like he's fighting nebula and um i know i think it was nick in the discord was talking about the uh the paint job (laughs) on uh, on will uh we saw him briefly Give me, give me your thoughts yeah. on, uh, I, on him. I, I think that Nick's point basically was, and I think that this is understandable, is like, oh, he just just looks like a regular dude, but with, um, you know, with gold paint on. And what I said, unfortunately, is that, like, that's kind of what it would look like. You can't make a person <laughs> out of gold, you know what I mean? Um, and he started calling him gold member, which is a joke that's great. And I'm going to keep, uh, we're, we're going to keep that going. Um, and so if in future pods I do the gold member voice, I won't do it now. But if I do, it has, it happens. Yes, yes. And 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 for me, I'm always interested when it comes to characters like this who come with a history of having a big power set. What does that power set look like? And this character is way more cosmic than probably most that we've seen to this point. So seeing where what what that's going to be and how Will chooses to play him, that mm-hmm. intrigues me. So it's brief. We is just a quick shot, but it's nice to just see him, and we'll see what he does in the film. But a lot of this, a lot of this really centers on on the family of the Guardians and the goofiness that they get into, and also kind of the just the closeness of the team. I, I, I will repeat this point again from the holiday special, but you 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 miss them. You miss them from this time period that we haven't had them, and now to get them back here in what seems to be building up to an incredibly emotional uh, action packed filled finale mm-hmm. for this iteration of the team. Seems like it's going to be something that it's going to be heavy for everybody involved. Um, I think of, I think of even something like Drax where at the beginning of the trailer, they come out into whatever planet that they're on. Mm-hmm. It seems like an earth, like it seemed like an earth, like planet with all of the yeah. houses, but you have a whole bunch of aliens dressed in, in regular clothing and, and uh, Drax throws a throws a dodgeball at one of them, and mm-hmm. then it, and then there's just a whole back and forth. So I thought I thought that was fun too. Is there anything else to you that stood stood out in the trailer that interests you, or or just like the vibes overall? I mean, yeah, it, I feel like it's definitely still going to be fun, and I think that that's a good thing about it. That like, and I think it's a thing that James Gunn is skilled at. That things that are emotional don't have to be dour and i think especially in series that have had fun previously a lot of times there's a temptation to be like this is the serious one but it's like no like the guardians is not serious <laughs> it's not serious in its subject matter really and it's not serious in 
its tone, but its characters it takes very seriously. And I think that that is the balance that James Gunn brings, and it's why I'm confident that he'll be able to stick the landing here. Um, but like, we actually didn't really get that much from this trailer. It was a very much no. a first trailer. Um, yes. And yeah, I'm just excited to be back with these guys because it's been a really long time. It will have it will have been. Six years, Six which years, is long, yeah. for, long for an MCU series. So I'm excited just to spend it on the movie with them. Yes, for sure. And and I think Peter and Gamora, we'll see what comes of that. What will be the conclusion or at least the continuation of their story and how that kind of evolves there. And I just uh, seeing Groot hold all those guns with his arms was just an awesome shot at the yeah. end of it. So it's it's very exciting to know that we're at least going to get one more with this group of guardians and uh yeah we'll see what happens it's an interesting one i do want to get to one other thing but if do you, do you have any final thoughts on on the teaser no, overall? i mean yeah i'm excited to see you mentioned Groot. i'm excited to see he's still on the liver king supplement plan uh and <laughs> he's out here <laughs> it's, it's what we call, that's what we call topical people uh that uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see how they get Gamora back in. I hope they get her in relatively quickly because I kind of want to see that. I don't want that to be safe for the end of the movie uh, because I feel yeah. like I feel like we kind of know what is. We, I, I want to see her without her memory try to like under interact with them again, as opposed to seeing her without her memory on her own. I feel like that's a lot less interesting to me. But that that but that's the thing we don't know at the moment. Yes, yes, and we will definitely find that out. So this was not the only thing shown today. Uh, I think there was a. I think it was in Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. There was a there was a panel that Marvel Studios had. It was a brief one, but they not only showed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, they showed a little bit more footage of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Media. And all I'm gonna say is this: when you see and when you hear the words, you're out of your league, Ant-Man, and I know your reality, I know how it ends. Listen, y'all already know I've been hyping Jonathan Majors for the last two years on this show. We are almost here. It's almost time. This is gonna be this is gonna be a case where everybody watching this movie is gonna be rooting for Kang. Most people are going to be rooting for Kang. I'm telling you, like, the, the level in just these brief bars that Kang drops just shows the magnitude and the screen presence and the charisma of one Jonathan Majors. We major. That is kind of all I have to say about this because I just, again, am so excited for Kang and that this dude is playing Kang. It is just such a treat for me as a nerd, Marvel fan, all of these years to see this particular villain played by this particular actor. Just, woo, just bring it to me. February, we almost here. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, you're, the reaction pod for Quantumania is just going to be you just quoting Kang lines and just, you know, oh. and the social media blitz in the next, the months afterwards is going to be, I'm just going to get a notification on my phone. It's like, what is this? Oh, AC posted a photo of Kang with one of his quotes. It has five likes. Okay. Like, it's just going to be, you're just, you're obsessed and I don't blame you, but it is, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot. But yeah, that line, the way he just says Ant-Man with so much disdain is great. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yes, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 
uh, 17th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we, we're we not that far away. And I'm sure we'll hear about other Marvel things in the meantime. Um, but for us, as far as this show goes, uh, I mentioned it earlier in the week, but we will be having an award show soon. Uh, I haven't decided if it's next week or the week after, but we will let you know. We will let you folks know. So I want to get the fans involved in this too. And yeah, this has been a lot of fun uh, this year in Marvel content, and we will talk about it more as we wind down the year. But Jay Christie, where can we follow you, sir? You can follow me on Twitter at the Jay Christie on Instagram at JT Christie. There you go. And you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three on Instagram. If you be so inclined, poet AC nine five eight six and follow the show on Twitter at MC university pod. Remember to give the pod five stars, five stars, five stars. Do it if you can. Appreciate it, of course, and appreciate the support. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash MCUniversityPod where you could get our bonus content. I just recorded the first episode of Good Beef. The beef is very good, and it is cooked, and it is going to be ready to go where I talk to our patrons about things that they want to talk about. Uh, first episode is with Megan Hines. Salute to Megan for joining me. It's a lot of fun to talk about Power Rangers and a little bit about what she does herself. So if you want, as a patron, if you want to get involved, as I say, hit me up. You know where to find me, whether it's Discord, whether it's Twitter. Just hit me up and uh, we can definitely get something cooking on this good beef. But appreciate everybody for supporting the show. And uh, it was nice to see a couple of those uh, Spotify rap things, including us this yes. year. Yes, if you have it, positive if, praise, we yeah. Get, if you if awesome. you if we came up, send it to us. We will love to know. And by when we love to know, I mean it makes me feel good about myself. And you know that's always good. Yes, yes, of course. And for Jake Christie, I'm Anthony Cantz on the third. This has been Marvel Cinematic University. We will talk to you next time. <laughs>